Morning, Adam. Hello, Jack. Another day, another dollar, as they say, right? Where'd, hey. that, where'd that ever come from? I don't know. Was it from Wimpy? No, wait, he was the gladly pay you Tuesday for hamburger today. That was Wimpy. That's, That's oh. right. He was a hamburger guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably back to that a little bit in today's economy. By the way, my name's Jack Senior. I'm here with my long-term business partner, Adam Sunhalter. And we're partners in a company called Maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches. And we help owners of small businesses defined as usually under $2 million in sales, but certainly not always. Uh, We help them maintain and learn how to run a business that uses good business techniques, understanding the basis of businesses, especially through the numbers, defined as balance sheet, income statement. Small business owners, generally speaking, in our 20 years together here, Adam and I, 20 years together, just they don't get it so often. They just don't understand business. Thus, the coaching business of Maximum Value Partners. But we also, we being Maximum Value Partners, have a podcast called Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And each week we we pick a subject that, that has relationships to our coaching practices uh, try to take it close to actual current events that are going on and just talk about it. Coming up with some solutions, coming up with some more stories, um, coming up with things that usually small business owners find interesting. So that's what we're doing today, as we do every Wednesday. And then this comes for publication, if you will, uh, on the day following. So we have over 300 of these. And uh, we're going to keep going for odd, odd, odd infinitum. <laughs> yeah, this is episode 327 today, Jack. 327. Yes. Holy crap. It's a long time. A lot of weeks. All right. <laughs> so what do we, have, anyway, for our, what we have for our topic well, today? Let's, let's, let's get into our, our topic. You have a good one. For okay. Today, right? Yeah, I started rambling along here. Yeah, we got a good topic today. We always have good topics. Uh, but uh, we've just gone through a pandemic. A lot of disruption has happened in the last couple of years in, in the U.S. of A. and our free market economy. And our subject today is, are these dollars that were doled out, big, big dollars by our government, uh, to, to a lot of people, especially small business people, got, got you know, all of a sudden money raining from heaven. And uh, our topic today is, was that a good deal? Is free money a good thing for the economy and for the country? Or was it just a a great party? And then the party lasted for a while and everyone had a great time and now we got to pay the piper. Uh, What do you think? Adam and I were talking about this and continue to talk about it. And our focus is always with our small business owners, understanding cash flow. How do they do it? <coughs> well, we, excuse me, we coach, we coach them on how to put together a profit forecast and a cash flow statement. And now in this time of, of difficult profitability, because that's where we're headed with high inflation, uh, a lot of companies that probably should have and would have gone out of business 
during the pandemic were propped up because they got some very lucrative free money loans that were given to uh, these companies that didn't have to be paid back if certain things were done to qualify. And just about everyone qualified and uh, who applied. And they had this big windfall. And this windfall has disrupted a lot of things, or at least caused part of a lot of things that have changed with business. And, you know, we're going to kick around a couple of those ideas. Like, like Adam can't go get his Arby's anymore uh, unless he gets there. Unless he gets there early. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A lot, of, a lot of things have happened the last couple of years, right? And uh, as as we all know, coming out of the pandemic and you know, different parts of the world have handled it differently. But certainly here, like you were saying, Jack, in the U.S., it has been unprecedented in terms of funds that were there. That's true from both an individual standpoint, but also businesses. And so, you bring up that that that. that phrase of free money and it makes you go back to my you know younger days you know if you're you're a young kid and all of a sudden someone wants to give you some money your, your natural inclination is grab it with both hands and figure out what the uh what the implications are maybe later right but everybody likes to have that kind of free money and, they, and it was you know you when the ppp the, the paycheck protection program first came out those are the one of the first loans that came out um, they also have the EIDL loans, but those are the you know economic injury disaster loan. I think is what that stands for. But the uh, the you know the, the PPP funds are ones like you said, Jack. They were loans that were forgivable, basically free money. Again, when it first came out, it was just like, are we reading this correct? Right? We had all kinds of discussions with our current past clients about it in terms of is this really like free money? And so yeah, some of you qualify this stuff. They're you know it's loans that are being given, but they're they're not to be paid back. So okay. Well, then that was, you know, there were a couple of rounds of that, depending on where your company was at, you may have qualified for one or both of those. So that was a, a nice injection of, of some cash. But, but then shortly thereafter, there's some other injections of cash that came, Jack. Um, another area that folks you know, usually don't maybe talk well about is workers' compensation. Always paying your workers' comp bills. Now, all of a sudden, now there are refunds coming from workers' comp. <laughs> big numbers coming in for, for, for many companies, you know, they, they had six figure workers comp refunds coming in. So more free money coming back. Right. And then you add to that all of a sudden there's, there's different monies coming in. There's, there's these, uh, payroll tax credits that were happening, right. For, 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 for retaining employees. So again, more free money coming back. So that also there was, there was one and there was a second wave and a third wave. And, you know, I guess part of your question is, okay, this stuff's all happened and, it seems to be drying up. It's not. It's not. It's not there anymore. And so, you know, uh, I remember back to the, the, the March of 2020, Jack, and uh, I recall discussions we were having with all of our clients at that point, saying, "Look, these PVP funds are great, and it's it, you know it, it's going to maybe buy you a window of three or four months. That's great, but eventually it's going to end, and get, you're you're going to come out of it. So if your business model was broken beforehand." Or if whatever's happening out of the pandemic is breaking your model because it's forcing some changes. Okay, well, the question becomes, what do we look like coming out of this thing? What's happening? You know, what changes are we starting to kind of make? You know, and so we can all so, like, share stories like that, personal experiences that we've had where things are just kind of different now than they were a couple of years ago, Jack. Sure. And you were, you were alluding to one uh, very simple example of that, that I, uh, that I experienced just a few weeks ago. You know, my wife and I were hungry for some Arby's, some Arby's roast beef. 
So those of you who are Arby's fans, you kind of know what I mean. You can't, you can't get in the mood for some Arby's, right? It was Saturday around noon, and so I drive to the local Arby's only to find that it's closed that day, Jack. Saturday at noon, it's closed. And a sign on the door says, hey, we're open Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's it. Just five days a week from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. This is a national chain, right? That's kind of strange. So why, so, so why are they only open that? You know, is that is, was that a conscious choice to, to adjust what was kind of going on? Or are they having trouble finding some labor or maybe some combination thereof? But I think we all have those kind of experiences, Jack. Maybe those, you know, for those of us who are a little older, you know, I'm used to be able to kind of go out to restaurants at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night or places that open till midnight or, or, or 2 a.m. Boy, I'd be hard-pressed to drive around your town and find anything that's open past 8, 8 or 9 o'clock at night for people, you know, again, they're, they're starting to, to adjust adjust these times. So there's there's changes that have happened. I guess the question becomes, you know, did they make those on purpose? Did they adjust because that's what they had to kind of do? But there's similar things that have maybe happened with you and your business over these last couple of years. I see. We have a country that seemed to, over the last several decades, gotten away from embracing profit. The word profit has become like so many situations in this woke woke life we're living in right now. Uh, profit has become a bad word, uh, and it shouldn't. It's it, what makes our financial system work, and basically that's what we find in our coaching, that so many owners don't maximize the earnings of their company, the profits of their company, because they don't understand them. Now, when you get a crisis, first of all, you get elated. You get lifted up like... like uh, uh, you know, like almost anything before in your life when the government's giving you money. Well, let's look back at where it's being sourced. It's being printed. It's being talked about by politicians trying to get short-term advantages. And all of a sudden, we get this free money falling from the ceiling, and it's wonderful. Like, we don't ever have to pay for this again. This is how we're going to live for the rest of our life. We take the ball, we, we take our eye off the ball of profits. That's what makes things go around. Not government giving you cash, not anybody giving you cash or nothing. It can't sustain itself. So is free money a good thing? It certainly doesn't provide discipline. It provides a good time, a real good time. And I remember it's because it's so, so current. I remember the good times and the feeling of, of prosperity here. And boy, this is just terrific. I'm going to take this over my friends and and colleagues, and everyone's just going to have a good time with this. Well, we don't have that that feeling in this company that that that's how people get money. People work for money in this country in this economic system. And if we do get free money, then what happens when that free money ends? And we're seeing that people are doing things like. Closing hours on Arby's to gain two hours because they either can't find people or the owners don't want to work that long uh, making sandwiches. And that, that applies to any business. If the government props it up and gives you things, there's a price to pay for that somewhere down the line. You know it is. That old cliche of uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. It's very true. We'll pay for it one way or another, and we're starting to pay for it now. We're in the current 
2020 uh, year here to date this podcast. And basically, uh, inflation is is right now starting to crank up into 10%, which is the highest it's been in 50 years. And it's just starting. So we'll probably do a podcast down the line when inflation is like it was in the 70s and the 20%, 18%, maybe more. Maybe we'll be a third world country. Uh, I don't think so. But, you know, we might go through some pains, which we will be. And the eyeballs all of a sudden are on minimizing costs to make profit. And with profit comes positive cash flow. Without profit, we certainly aren't going to have positive cash flow. And the the standard of living will be be attacked. And, you know, it's just a whole bunch of negatives that will come about just because we got free money. So is free money good? I don't think so. I, I think it it relaxes us to a point of of uh, non profit making ideas, and you start to scramble and panic to get basically some of those ideas into play. So you can think you're going to get better, but inevitably you probably should have gone out of business. So that's a little Pretty, rambling there. That's all right. I was letting you go because you're on a you're on a on a tear. So yeah, so is free money a good thing or a bad thing? You're saying that's probably a bad thing. It's maybe delaying the inevitable tough discussions, tough decisions that have to be made at some point. You know, if again, if you use it as we talked about, you know, at the outset here as a as a a window, a, a chance to make some changes, you know, to to to, to, to what was the, what was the favorite word back in the beginning of the pandemic? The pivot. Everybody's pivoting. Right. Pivoting, yeah. yeah. About my basketball days. Okay. <laughs> Who's doing the pivots? Okay. But yeah, so what kind of things what kind of things are happening? You know, we, we we've talked before about this whole idea of remote workers and what does that mean for your business? And it's not going anywhere. It was it was here before the pandemic and it's just started to accelerate now because of the pandemic. It's you know, it's kind of been brought to the forefront. But it's true from for many things in small business, Jack you know, there are a lot of things you cannot impact. It's things you're having to react to, especially you're bringing up things like the government or, or big institutions. Well, as a small business owner with six employees, you don't have much control over that stuff, right? What you do have control over is how you react to it and how you respond to it. And part of the beauty of small businesses, you're able to make those decisions and to change things pretty quickly, All right? It's a matter of you deciding that you want to make some changes then you go make those changes. You don't need to go to a a committee or wait weeks or months for approval up the up the chain you're the chain right you're the you're the ultimate decision maker as the owner of the business and so it comes down to so so where are you at now this is you know this is one of those kind of look in the mirror uh, episodes here right how are things looking for you in your business as you forecast out your cash and your profits for the, for the, for the rest of this year you know whether we, you know we got whether there's a recession coming or not. We you know we still have inflation. You know at this point here here we are in August of 2022, inflation has been going up. Um, you know so as an owner, what do you do? What do you do to react to make sure that you're going to be open six months from now, a year from now, three years from now? What things are you doing? Then from our standpoint, our seven keys that we focus people on, you've, you've touched on a couple of them already, Jack, in terms of, in terms of the profit plan to forecast what's going on. But in times like this, the cash forecast is key number six, but the cash forecast always trumps everything else. If cash is tight, 
Nothing else really matters at this point. That's all, that's all you as the owner become focused on. So we've had some time now, I guess, you know, that's part of what you're saying, Jack, in terms of why you're concluding that free money is not a good thing when it comes to business. It's making us a little slow, a little fat, dumb, and happy, whatever kind of terms you want to be able to kind of use that we're just, you know, we're, we're getting drunk on the, on the free, on the free flow of cash here. From yeah, that's right. That's, that's a, you know, that's what happens. You know, you drop your guard. Again, we, we've been coaching for 20 years with small businesses and, and most of these owners do not understand the business side of business. So when it comes to crunch time, they, they don't have the skills to really maneuver themselves through these minefields. And the fact that they don't understand how profit is generated, how it, how it comes about, how to keep score on it. They don't understand that in depth. And when they go down to the well to, to pull up uh, solutions to their cash flow problems, the well is pretty well dry. That's why so many of them go out of business because they don't understand what to do and run a company consistently to make profits. If you don't make profits, you don't survive. And if you don't know how to make profits, you don't survive. So that's how we see it. That's how we see the world. <laughs> so what should you do? So you know, what we recommend anybody in a situation where all of a sudden cash is becoming tight, we got to start forecasting it, you know, and, and, and there aren't, in our experience, there are not a lot of good tools out there to help to give you an accurate depiction of this. You know, for most of our clients and most of you listening as small business owners, you probably use QuickBooks as your accounting software. And there is a cash forecasting tool in QuickBooks, but it's awful. And it's not going to give you an accurate depiction of what's going on. Chances are you, you don't have a sales forecast in your in your QuickBooks file. You may not have things booked in there for, for rent or payroll. So the stuff you're seeing is just simply your accounts receivable currently as well as your current account, accounts payable. But that is giving you a good estimate of how the cash forecast really looks. So we'll guide our clients to, to, to really look out and start with a month at a time. You know, we, we look at a 90-day cash forecast You know, to get 90 days positive cash. So that's three months, folks. Can you get three months of positive cash forecasting? If not, why go further? All right, if we're showing that we're going to lose money the next three months, and that's okay. Is that a choice you want to make? Keep going? Keep crossing our fingers and hoping, Jack? So many of them do, Adam. That's, that's, that's why all of a sudden they, the, the tax man comes and takes all their assets. Right. And that's it. Well, as we always talk about with forecasting, usually the, the, the money's out. The expense side is usually easier to forecast. You have a better sense of that in terms of you look at your, your ongoing expenses of your rent and utilities and things like that, but also your, your, your payroll. Chances are your payroll is a big, a big chunk of that. So you have a sense of you know, what your, your weekly or biweekly or monthly payroll is going to be, right? But it's that forecasting of the sales piece. That's where things often become very difficult. So what do you have? What do you know? What can you see sitting here today? What are you 100% confident in coming in? If you have no confidence and or, or nothing with 100% confidence, okay, you start to kind of get a bit worried. All That's right? when you, you start to panic and look at uh, look at expense, stop spending money just randomly, you know, and, and it, uh, 
it doesn't work. It doesn't work to sustain. It works to get you through uh, uh, the the after the aftermath of the the party you just had for ninety days. Right. So what we recommend, what we recommend to our clients when they're in this kind of situation, and we've been involved in all kinds of situations over the years, you know, what, you know, both from a coaching standpoint as well as personally. And so whenever we're in a situation of, hey, we're losing money, we, we, we use a very simple example, right? If you're in a hole, you stop digging, right? You aren't getting out of the hole by digging further into the hole. So we got to figure out and the way out of that hole is by making profit. So what can we see? Hey. You know, and it's not just trading dollars. Some of people get in that, in that habit of trading dollars. All right. Basically spending every, everything that comes in. So you got to be looking at your sales forecast here. And that's where, you know, you as the owner got to be driving that. And if you have a sales team, that's great, but we got to you know, take the sales, you know, the sales team and bring them down to reality. In terms of how are things likely to happen? Depending what you sell and how you sell it, you may have a very long sales cycle or it takes months or years for things to actually happen versus things you can go out and actually crank up sales today. So depending where you're at, you may have different, a different lever to pull than somebody else, but you got to give you know, you got to have these, these hard discussions. Again, come back to, this is the looking yourself in the mirror discussions. How are things really looking right now? And it comes back to you as the owner. What do you want to do different? What are you doing that you, what, what do you need to do that you're discovering you need to do that you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have been, you should have been doing all along. Uh, you know, you, you, running business isn't complicated. You know, right now there's, there's difficulty in trying to forecast anything, but that's all right. That's the way it goes. The ebbs and flows of running a business. But should always know your cash position, always. When it's flush, that's great. You can relax a little bit. When it's uh, tight, you're going to be trying to dig in every little nook and cranny that you can think of. But you should be doing that anyway. The company should be pretty efficient. We have ways of, of showing how that efficiency can be generated, get all your employees involved in, in the process. You should have that kind of company where you can make these decisions very quickly, very easily, because you have good data and good, good, uh, good awareness and organizational uh, aspects of the company buttoned down very well. So those who come through this economic situation where we're involved with today uh, should put those, those practices and those routines that they did through it, they should institutionalize those looking for reduction in expenses, getting your sales and marketing in place where, where you're devoting good solid time and good research to, to make those things happen. So this is a wake up call for a lot of people. And there's a lot of businesses that should have gone out of business that probably will in the next, certainly the next six months. I think that's my prediction. Should be in the headlines of the Wall Street Journal. That's your bold prediction. Lots of folks that's in the business. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the business that should have failed haven't yet. Tens of thousands have failed during this pandemic, but a lot more should have too. Right. If it weren't for the cash bailout, so they got to come. We got to pay for that free cash raining down from heaven, or not from heaven, from the sky. <laughs> so if you're one of those folks that when the the the, the monies came in. 
instead of using that as a time to make some changes, you kind of just use it as a time to kind of hold your breath or take a breath and just relax a little bit. Yeah, so enjoy the more time. Well, yeah, with me, enjoy the party or just say, I keep kicking that can down the road. That's always a, a, a fun phrase too. So I'm not going to make those decisions right now because I don't need to. And, you know, as you start to get into that, that, that situation, you know, what happens is the, the, the options become fewer and fewer. All right. So if you were, a, you know, let's say you want to go talk to your banker about getting some money. As we discussed numerous times on the show, we discuss all the time off the air. And I think most of you owners probably know that already. But in case you don't know, the last time you want to go to the bank is when you actually need money. From that standpoint, right? Because they, they aren't in the business of risk. And hey, I've been losing money for the last couple of years, but it's been saved by the uh, influx of free money. So you want to give me some more money, Mr. Banker, Miss Banker? What do you Bankers think? Bankers will line up, line up to get you as a customer, <laughs> won't they? <laughs> so this is, a, this is an opportunity for folks. So yeah, again, um, we, we don't usually have, I would say, call a negative tone to the show here, Jack, but I almost feel like we have a negative overtone to the show that like this is uh, the sky is falling. Well, there are folks out there who maybe haven't gotten the message yet in these last couple of years. You got to make some changes to it. Now, many of the folks that we work with at Nojack, who are very coachable, very good, have made some of these changes. It's a great opportunity for them. There are a lot of companies that are still being sold. You know, to your point, instead of going out of business, they can pick things, you know, pick these companies up for uh, relatively good prices from that standpoint and be able to grow their businesses. And That's right. That way too. But, you know, part of what's happening is we, we've, we've talked a bunch on the show over the years, too, about it is, you know, as a small business owner, you're often playing the banker yourself. You know, you're, you're the banker for your, for your customers, right? You're giving them terms, 15, 20, 30-day terms, 90-day terms, whatever it might be. Let you plan the bank. So do you start to make some changes there? Do you start to get rid of some customers that way? Do you not bring new customers on who, you know, hey, I'm not going to sit here for 120 days and not, and not collect money for that time? You make some some hard decisions that you have to, you know, again, when cash is flushed, to your point, Jack, everything seems okay. We can try some different things because, hey, we have some wiggle room. What happens when it's not? And so if you aren't paying attention to it, it can sneak up on you in a hurry. In a hurry. So there are good ways. There, there are good ways to forecast your cash. <clears throat> Love to give them to you. We uh we know cash is king. It's always the case, sometimes more than others. <clears throat> so our, our message today, our message today is, is focus on, because you're going to probably do it anyway, have to, but focus on cash flow. Cash flow comes from profits. Most cash flow comes from profits, not borrowed money, although that's obviously a big thing today, but you want to be able to generate your own cash, minimum, minimum borrowing, being a small company, and be diligent and basically uh, uh, looking for, for expenses that can be reduced and try to institutionalize those processes in the company. It's not hard, folks. If you understand profits and, and use that word in a, in a very positive way because it makes all things happen. Positive profits are positive, and positive profits are a good thing, right? <clears throat> a lot of positivity. Not a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> and there's, there's ways around it. So to your point, if it's something that, that you're struggling with, and if you know, we have a lot of episodes about you know, different ways to approach this as well, but we have a lot of different tools like that that we, we can help you with. 
Um, <clears throat> but that, you know, that's our show for today. We want to, we, we appreciate you being part of it. If you, if you like what you heard or, or, or you want to, you, know, you want to learn more, you can reach out to us at radio at maximumvp.com or you can give us a call at 330-849-0670. Uh, we have all of our other shows. Uh, like I said, this episode 327, there's 326 more episodes like this um, that are on our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. Uh, better yet, if you're listening on one of your favorite podcast players, it could be iHeart or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And you can subscribe to it. And like Jack said, we usually drop a new episode every Thursday. So we deliver right there to your smart, you know, your smart device. So lots of good help out there. If you go to our, our, our Dirty Secrets of Small Business website and you click on the episodes uh, link, you'll see a search bar there. You can search for whatever topic you want to talk about, whether it be cash flow like we're talking about today or something else is, is key for you. It'll feed back a bunch of episodes for you that we've, that we've covered that topic on. If you don't see something that, that kind of fits, again, reach out to us. Email by radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call, 330-849-0670. So that's our show for this week. It's been great talking with you all. We'll talk with you all again next week. Bye-bye.